This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where our mission is to serve you and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. One way we accomplish that is through our free newsletters and content at Clark.com. Our team has put together continuous updates to guides to help you make smart decisions with your wallet, with your expenses, big and small, regular and monthly ones as well. They do a great job. But what about when I do a bad job? Well, it happens. And that's why our most popular podcast segment of the week is Clark Stinks. And so we're going to hear all the ways that maybe I came up short. And later, So many people right now could not be more confused about whether they should rent a place to live or buy one. We're going to talk about that. But without further ado, it's time to hear how I have messed up. I should have never encouraged you to speak. You must think I'm pretty stupid. You should be ashamed of yourself. Well, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you're right, pal. Okay. Clark doesn't stink. He just isn't providing enough information. I took your advice on joining some focus group and survey websites. Yes, you're not going to support yourself, let alone a family with the income, but you should mention possible earnings and the time that might be spent. Instead of scrolling through Facebook or Instagram for an hour or two nights a week, I fill out surveys in hopes of meeting their qualifications. If I can get approved for one survey a month, that could be $100 to $200 for just giving my opinion for an hour or two on a video call from the comfort of my house. Joe. Joe, thank you for that. And I'm so glad that that's generating some spare cash for you. And it's really cool when somebody wants to know what you think about something, right? Absolutely. Clark, don't make a trip to the store to buy a charger when you forget yours when traveling. Most hotels have boxes of chargers that guests have forgotten in the rooms. Just go to the front desk and ask. You will likely be able to select one for free. And that's from Mindy. Mindy, that is a great suggestion. And wow, I never thought about how many people leave them. Car rentals, people leave them. Hotels. Wow. Yeah. Can you hear me now? I bet not. (laughs) Prepaid cell phone service simply is not comparable to postpaid. Stop selling us up a river with cut rate service that provides a fraction of the coverage of real service. My wife and I tried four to five prepaid services and it was always terrible. Recently, we were in a very remote location on prepaid AT&T and didn't have service within 10 miles. My father showed up at our property and got a text message. He has postpaid service with AT&T. In crowded times, the college football games, for example, I couldn't even text a photo since my service was terrible. Maybe it's good for some people who want to save, but stop saying they use the same towers. It's simply not apples to apples. Joel. Joel, thank you. All right. So where, did, where does the deterioration come? So sometimes 
the cell phone carriers on their prepaid option versus their regular or their discount brand versus their regular dumb down the data speeds. They may not have the same roaming agreements where their coverage isn't good. And so for people who travel frequently to rural areas, it's possible that my recommendation of being with uh, AT&T prepaid as an example or being with uh, Verizon's discounter visible or AT&T's discounter cricket, that those could be a problem for you. And I'm really sorry that it was. As for the football game thing, that is really puzzling. You're talking about network prioritization. And I didn't know that uh, AT&T was discriminating against its prepaid customers and giving priority automatically to their postpaids. You got to be able to send pictures from a football game. Well, football's I'm, I'm my with life. them on that. <laughs> okay. Summer is here and Clark's dollar store deodorant isn't cutting it. I recently heard Clark recommend the Chevy Bolt as a lower cost EV option. This car has been plagued with recall issues involving the battery that are so severe that owners are not supposed to charge them at night or park near any structures. The recall now involves all model years from 2017 to 2022, and during it all, owners were still required to make payments, regardless of their ability to effectively use their car. Due to the influence his recommendations have, Clark should not be recommending such a poor quality vehicle from a company that does not do the right thing by their customers, Hans. Hans, thank you. So I held off talking about the Chevy Bolt till Chevy said that they have addressed the problems with the battery packs, you may know some information. I'm not aware of that the battery packs are still dangerous, but I thought that Chevy had addressed that. And I'm going to check on my own also to see if I was really putting people into a bind by making a bad recommendation. Thank you for pointing that out to me. Hi, Clark. One more credit card you've never mentioned is the SoFi credit card, which is 3% back on everything the first year and then 2% after that. My other favorite is the Amex Simply Cash card, which gets you 5% back on your wireless bill when paid with that credit card and another 3% on a category of choice. Please mention these favorites. You only stink when you keep mentioning the lame City 2% card and the fact that you change your razor so rarely, Bill. <laughs> Okay, Bill, thank you. Um, We have talked about the SoFi card before because I've had questions about it. And there are a lot of new, more obscure choices with various rebates. Um, There's a PayPal offering that has a higher rebate, PayPal credit card. And so there are more and more. The reason I, uh, you hear me talk about things like the city double cash and uh, reluctantly mention that Wells Fargo now has a 2% cash back, is a lot of people in their lives can't keep up with all the categories. And a lot of these that have higher reward points than everything else only earns 1%. And unless you're really good at remembering, pull out this card for this, pull out that card for that, pull out this card for the other, people who can't really focus, obviously, like you do, I feel are better off defaulting to a flat 2% rate card. Even if you think that the city 2% double cash card is lame. The way you redeem it now is lame, but it still is 2%. You shared a story about a high school student wearing a sweatshirt for an expensive college, and you asked, how are you going to pay for that? This attitude toward a college's sticker price is all wrong. 
Yes, there are some prestigious colleges with very high prices, and yes, you can get a good education at a commuter school. However, often the cheapest option for low-income students is the prestigious school with a high sticker price. Why? They have bigger endowments and can afford to give more in scholarships. Even more important, low-income students are much more likely to drop out of commuter schools due to the poor sense of community and poor support networks. For example, my husband came from a low-income background and started college at the cheapest commuter school in Michigan. He soon started to feel lonely and alienated as many of his friends dropped out or failed out or just didn't take college seriously. He ended up transferring to a school with a very high sticker price, George Washington University. They gave him so much in scholarships that ended up being cheaper for him than the commuter school was. He graduated with a high GPA and plenty of job prospects he wouldn't have otherwise. Elena. Elena, GW is a great school and uh, the job prospects for people who graduate from GW are absolutely great. And I thank you for pointing that out, that the retail price of a college is not the net price. And that's why you always want to see, you want to play hard to get and see what kind of financial aid package they'll offer you. I'm not talking loans. I'm talking about net cost. And I really like for you to concentrate on net cost for all your years, not just a teaser for a new student going in freshman year. But Your point is completely valid. I'm inpatient cardiology nurse practitioner. With our computer system, patients are individually identified by a medical record number, but that number is assigned after their social security number is put on record. Not correctly identifying a patient could be deadly. For example, if someone comes in with a heart attack, we need to know if they've had prior major bleeding events. If we don't have a correct social security number, we would not be able to link them to prior records. So if they have a brain bleed a month ago and the patient forgot and didn't tell us, it could be deadly if we gave them blood thinners for the heart attack, if we were not privy to the information. We also use the social security number to correctly link patients to records from other hospital systems. I can't emphasize how important it is to link that patient correctly. Please let your listeners know that they need to give their social security number when being admitted to a hospital systems so that they can be correctly identified. Beth. Beth, thank you. That is a perspective no one has ever stated. And I'm stunned that hospitals would rely on a social security number as a patient identifier with all the problems that have come with that. But I really, really appreciate you pointing out that perspective that no one has ever mentioned. Hey, Mr. Smells, golly darn how far off you were with your assessment of gas prices. Maybe you need to recharge your brain instead of your EV. I live in Houston on top of oil refineries, and no way can you find a dollar difference in gas throughout this city. Maybe 20 cents, but never a dollar. Way off the mark this time, but most of the time you were always around the bullseye. Enjoy your show, but fill up a couple more times across town and let us know the difference. Brian. Brian, thank you. I'm I'm really surprised. I don't know enough about the local gasoline retailing market in Houston. And maybe it is true in the Houston metro area that there's not the dollar gap from cheapest to most expensive gasoline. In most metro areas, that is a pretty good marker that it's a dollar difference from the lowest cost gallon to the most expensive. And I'll check that out on Gas Buddy and see if there is, in fact, a much smaller gap in Houston than there might be in other cities. Clark, Clark, Clark. Thanks for your work. Daily listener here encouraging Team Clark to recharge the best battery review. The battery industry has short-circuited your thinking. 
re-energize the review to include the cost and savings of lithium or nickel metal hydride batteries. All of our AAA, AA, C, and D are rechargeable. Once you build an inventory, you're never out of batteries, and you're not trashing tons of valuable metal over a lifetime. As a family, we've bought only about six batteries a year for the past five years and disposed of only about two per year. Throwing away batteries is the Wells Fargo of wasting resources. (laughs) Recharge on, Greg. Isn't it funny that I've never gotten into the rechargeable batteries and that does make so much more sense in the environmental aspect of it as well. So it's time for me to go through a rethink. You can teach old dogs new tricks, and that's one that I need to try. And I want to thank all of you for your perspectives because they are so interesting to me to see things that I just miss and also hearing the difference in opinions. So Thank you very much for taking the time, each and every one of you, for posting your comments at Clark.com slash Clark Stinks. Coming up, we're going to talk about a terrible dilemma for first-time home buyers. Do you go ahead and buy a home right now? Or in fact, do you rent instead and bide your time? We're going to talk it through. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Wow. I think about my daughter and her husband buying a home two plus years ago. And at the time, they were like deer in headlights buying a home because the home prices seem so high. And, you know, we talked it through and the mortgage rates by comparison were so low by historical numbers. And now here they are two plus years later, about two and a half years later, and mortgage rates are double what they paid. And the value of their home, if there was anybody to buy it, is up by about 35% over the last two years. It would have been impossible for them to buy a home in today's conditions. And this is a story being repeated again and again, and a new study out has found that if you take a national average, the average cost of buying a home, the cost per month versus renting, is now 30% more each month to handle the payments for that than the cost of renting. And... I mean, it's like, where do you turn? Because rents have gone way up as well. 
this is a very, very hard time. And you look in a lot of the fastest growing metro areas in the country, and it's not 30%, it's 40% more to buy a home right now versus renting. And so what's a person to do? Because it's a classic squeeze play. And what do you do in this squeeze play? My belief is buyer strike. You know, when, when you look at what's happened with the housing market, housing costs have gone up at a rate far faster than people's increases in income. And so housing affordability has deteriorated, has declined. And that is something that is not sustainable. Housing prices, like anything else, correct over time from being too low versus incomes to too high versus incomes. You go back a decade ago, people would not buy a house. I mean, you think what was going on during the Great Recession, the real estate bust, when houses were ultra cheap and people were like, I don't want one of those. I mean, oh gosh, who would buy a house? And that was a very common kind of feeling. Because what happens is there's always this idea, if the values have been going down, that they're going to keep going down. It's called inertia bias, that whatever way things are going, we think they're going to keep going. So what's happened of late, housing prices have gone up, 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 and away. And so we assume that you better hop on the train because it's going to leave the station. It's only going to get worse. But the reality is we're at an inflection point where we've got these higher rates. They are causing the housing market to stall out. The cost of many of the building materials that builders buy have been declining, just like what's happened with lumber. And housing, being as unaffordable as it is right now, will not continue. Not because you can't, it's not any intellectual thing saying, well, it just can't keep doing this. But it's the actual economics of it that we're, we've reached a point that we've maxed out who can afford. And so even people who would make tremendous personal sacrifices and squeeze like everything else out of their budget, a lot of houses now are beyond even that reach. So the market will correct. Interest rates that are very high on mortgages right now will not stay up because those are just a reflection of today's much higher than normal inflation. And I know there are people who can't see how inflation gets back under control. But I've lived through an era that had much worse inflation, that was much more stubborn, that went on for much longer. And I remember us feeling like it was never going to stop. But all it takes with inflation is the will to fight it and time. And we're going to get inflation under control. So rates being up, 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 and away on mortgages, that's not going to stay. So both the purchase price of homes escalating way beyond incomes, that's going to just naturally, because of raw economics, that's going to stop. And having the much higher monthly carry, that's going to stop as well. So even though 
you might really want to buy that home right now. I think there's a real advantage to just continuing to build up your savings towards down payment and other expenses with home ownership. Continue to rent and know that the market will turn. As for the apartment thing, the apartment thing is not the same everywhere in the country. There are certain ultra fast growth metro areas that have led these apartment rents much, much, much higher. And not everywhere in America is affected the same way. But the areas where population growth, job growth has outstripped the ability for the marketplace to build enough housing, what happens is more money comes into that market and more multifamilies built. So these things do correct. We are in an ugly moment with housing affordability, both rental and homes. But I do believe that things will improve. Doesn't mean on houses, I I need to make this point clear, doesn't mean that housing prices over this decade suddenly collapse or anything like that. But they do what's called softening, where the natural income growth that people have will buy more housing, will will buy you more value as home prices kind of just hang out there and incomes over time will rise. So I know this is a bad moment for people trying to buy a home, but the circumstances will in fact improve. Krista? Okay, this question is from Sunny in New Jersey. Last year I purchased a property. It's a two-family and we do not have a homeowners association. Both the families have their own condo insurance, but we also have something called building insurance. Basically general liability, crime, or helping us in a situation if a mailman slips and sues us. Do we actually need this? The premium has gone up recently and we were paying around $300 a month combined. Or if it's necessary, do you have any other companies that we can try getting a quote from? Yeah, so Sunny, absolutely, you want to get quotes from multiple carriers. But yes, it's like you're running your own condominium association where you'd have your own coverage on your individual unit, and then you have one for the association. You're your own micro association, and having this coverage is absolutely necessary. It is essential. It varies how this works based on the housing laws in a state and the condominium statutes in a state. But yes, you need this kind of coverage, but that's why you do shop around. You might find that you'd have an advantage to talking with an independent agent for property and casualty insurance in New Jersey who is familiar with this type of coverage and would know who's best to get quotes from. And this is from Daniel in Georgia. This is a tip for your listeners to save money on HVAC. My upstairs does not cool evenly. Our bedroom is about four degrees cooler than a bonus room on the other side of the house. In the middle of these rooms is our upstairs thermostat. The heat from the bonus room causes it to run an average of 19 hours a day on the hottest summer days. I bought a thermostat sensor and placed it in our bedroom. Now my HVAC only runs around nine hours. I highly recommend getting a sensor where you can target a specific room if you have the ability. Mine cost around $30. The payback was around one month. I'm not familiar with the sensor, but 30 bucks to take it from running 
what was it, 18 hours a day to nine right. hours a day? Right, because it was like in between days. the two rooms, so he yeah. has the sensor now in the bedroom, so that's, that's what great. tells it when to uh, turn on. Did you heard of one of those? Um, I hadn't, but I think that's, a, that's brilliant. I'm going to have to try that. Michelle in Delaware has a car rental tip. I was out of town and all the rental car companies nearby were out of cars. So we ended up renting a U-Haul pickup truck for $19.95 a day plus 79 cents per mile. It saved us a ton of money since we weren't planning to drive far over the weekend. So Michelle, I can't believe you're talking about this because I remember last year when people were doing that across the Hawaiian islands, when they were just out of cars and so people were showing up at resorts with big U-Hauls, <laughs> trying to figure out where to park them. And uh, I actually have been looking at that. There's a trip I'm taking in a few weeks and a one-day car rental minimum I can find is over 200 a day. Oof. And so I've been looking at renting a U-Haul as well and other truck rentals and I mean, it's crazy what's happened with the car rental market. But Michelle, thank you for the suggestion to others. The big issue is you can't drive a lot of miles because you start running them at 80 cents a mile, you can really start to run up the cost. But if you're running around local, it's a great way to save money. And I want to thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. I hope the rest of your day is fantastic. Fantastic.